All right, we're live. Uh, super special guest today. We got Cheney Bunch. I think you're the special guest today, Norberg. Is <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna indulge on my stories that we have today? Uh, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of them because it's been a while, man. And I really am so stoked to hear them. So when I last saw you, Cheney, you were about to embark on a road trip with the fellas to Las Vegas. Yeah, so that's right. Uh, so, you know, obviously COVID kind of fucked us with the rest of our senior year. Didn't get to really do anything. So me and a couple of buddies uh, decided to drive across country in my little four-door sedan, which was not really uh, made for driving across country when you're trying to move across country at the same time. So we had like so much more luggage than we actually needed in this car and it made it miserable. But yeah, um, so... Let's just start with the road trip because that on itself is a story. Um, we had all these plans to fish and do these kind of cool scenic trails and stop at cool spots. And probably two hours into the road trip, we said, fuck it. And we tried to get to Vegas as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, if you're not in an RV or like a van or some shit like that or properly planned out the trip, don't try to go cross country and do all that shit because it's just fucking pointless. And you're, you end up being miserable because you just have to end up driving a normal car at the end of the day. Um, but the, the stops we made were fun. We stopped in West Virginia. We just stayed at a little hotel. There was nothing special to that. Um, Nashville just visited my aunt that lived there, but the fun night was Dallas. Now everyone remembers our good friend that moved to Dallas, the dirty Mexican. Um, so Diego we, from episode one yeah Diego Cordero from episode one uh we stopped and visited Diego and boy oh boy was it a time and a half to see him um we got in at maybe 10 o'clock at night and I think we didn't go to bed till three in the morning and we were uh, amongst that whole night we got Whataburger which I gotta say only get Whataburger in Texas anywhere else it's ass and Whataburger is worth it honestly it is pretty fine um i don't know what to order because i was so drunk i let diego order it for me so i couldn't tell you what to get but <laughs> maybe whenever you show up there just call diego and he'll tell you what to get yeah i'll um, even call we almost t-boned a cop that night going like 100 through residential streets with diego just driving like mario kart dude it was fucking i've never been so scared but had so much fun in a car with someone before um and then, yeah, so then we woke up at 5.30 the next morning after going to bed at 3.30 to drive from Dallas all the way to Vegas. Oh, man. That was an 18-hour drive, and uh, I never wanted to kill myself more. I think I drove 11 out of that, 11 hours out of that, probably maybe 10, something like just that. Hung over, just trying to drive. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and we let, we let, um, we let our good, pa- our good pal, um, Clinch, no one cares. I would just let it fly. He drove uh, that day, and he was swerving in and out of lanes on the interstate. (laughs) That's how hungover he was. And I was like, "You're not driving my car anymore, buddy. I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta sleep off this drunkenness that you have." Um, Yeah, I um, I took, (laughs) I drove the four hours and back to Fort Lauderdale, and four hours is nothing compared to eighteen. But like. Oh my god! I was so miserable on the drive back. I wanted to, they wanted somebody to put me down and shoot me like Lenny from Of Mice and Men, just like 
stick a revolver behind me, my head and just blow my brains out. Dude, do you have like a hard on for Lenny or something? I swear to God, I, I've heard you. I, oh, Lenny, I, I Lenny always, yeah, I'll, I always say that. I say that safe no, every I, time. I'm like, dude, because I'm kind of like Lenny. I like animals, up, and I'm mice and men. Though probably the only book I read in all of high school, dude. <laughs> dude, that was the only book we got. That was the first book we got assigned. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> probably the only. It was probably the shortest book too I read. So like, that was probably the only reason. I did. Uh, reading was not my forte. Not, nor was English back back then. School wasn't really it for me. Nah, school was not it. School was not it. I had fun, bro. The senior year, I I did just some math and English, and I had three TVs, a gym intern, <laughs> and a study. Like I was just vibing. How the <laughs> fuck did you graduate? Because <laughs> I was the vice president, and I got the cootie. I got the extra points. Yeah, I think for people real. forget that. No. The VP, baby. Best <laughs> absolute vice, best oh, vice yeah, president best, we've ever had. Best vice president who did absolutely nothing. I own that title. But um yeah. fuck. Yeah, so man. Berg, tell me, tell me how Tampa's been for oh, you. It's like, been fun. What's, uh, what's it like for uh party wise? I know it's a lot of clubbing out there, but uh what's a what's a what's a what's a night out for you on the weekends like like let's hear friday saturday sunday night let's let's hear your weekend usually like it kind of depends on the the move so if it's really nice out like one of the last weekends we were there we all went to treasure island uh and it was it's like a beach it's like 45 minutes away so nice we bring our speakers we bring a generator uh, DJ board everything like and just so we were having a time everybody brings beer or we might throw well the I always end up at the Dubliner and the Dubliner is the Irish bar that it like takes the freshmen there's an, another one called McDitton's that doesn't take fake IDs unless you know the bouncer and all of us young bucks don't so they're the really strict one but they're I can't the, wait to Irish bar and get absolutely plastered, bro. I know know. in Florida somewhere, there's a bar called McGuire's Pub. Nice. Um, I I gotta go try it out sometime. I hear I hear there's some I hear there's some pretty rowdy times that go on there. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So like that, or end up at the Dubliner. Um, maybe we'll have a frat party or something stupid like that, and then Sunday just be hungover and miserable. I'm watching red zone not doing there. anything been like, there and then and losing your bets by the second quarter of the fucking yeah i know just like fucking up my bets and just this, on miserable i've never had worse luck i haven't had worse luck this year i swear i i am the king at almost completing parlays two for three three for four oh my five for six, through seven for eight six for seven I do it all the time. And that one game that loses it, it's never like a sure sure like it's an absolute blowout. It's the team decides to take 30 penalties or wow. you know the Dallas, the Dallas cornerback decides to take four pass interferences against the Raiders and they don't pull them out like you know it's it's been it's been a tough year so I think I'm going to retire from that until until we're uh, at more of a stable 
stable bet. Yeah. Stable I, I, I need to get my money up so I can start tossing more bets. Cause like I was actually hitting like really, I would hit three team parlays um, and just be stoked. And that would feed me. That would be covering my bar tab. I love live betting, dude. Live betting I, is my shit. See, I haven't started live betting. I know if I probably did start doing it, it'd be like, even I, I did I've done it a couple of times, but I like just putting the bed in right before the game and then letting that bitch ride out. Until... Yeah, for real. That is uh, I live betting is like a last resort. Like I don't I don't choose the live betting life didn't choose me. I chose the live betting life. Yeah, it's like you got to be pretty desperate to do a live bet. So I could see why you're going. To live <laughs> yeah, bet. That's, that's right up your alley. That's for desperate. real. <laughs> I I know. I'm like just reaching for, for whatever low yeah. fruit you can grab. You know exactly. Yo, so you guys, you drive drive the eighteen hours miserable, and you end up in Vegas. And so, what was the plan? What do you get? What are the boys up to in Vegas? Okay, so we get here, and my dad was nice enough to let us all stay at the house, and he got us a fresh keg because we have a kegerator in my dad's garage. So nice. we had a fresh keg. That shit was cold on tap all all day long. Um, so we had the running joke the whole time. Whenever we wake up, uh, it was whenever it hit 12 o'clock back on the East Coast, it was okay for us to start drinking. So that three-hour time difference is 9, 9 a.m. Uh, here. <laughs> so we basically roll out of bed, and I'd have two frosty mugs for – or no, sorry, three frosty mugs for the amigos that came – and then myself, and then we just played darts. So when we came, it was July, and it was all right. So July and August is hot as fuck. You don't want to come to Vegas in July or August. Got it. It is like monsoon season, so it's a little bit humid. But like, you guys are okay with the humidity, obviously. But when it's 110, 113 with 10, 15 percent humidity, it's like miserable. And it's wow. straight sunlight. So yeah, so that's what July and August is like, and that's when. We had uh, that road trip planned for because it was that week of uh, the 4th of July that we left. Right. Oh, sorry. You fucking beer burps, bro. It so, happens, man. Um, so, yeah, so we just played a lot of darts and hung out inside during the day. Um, at nighttime, we went out and hung out with some of my friends um, that at the time, uh, I'll get into this little situation when I... In a, in a second but so I, we were hanging out with the two friends that i had still kept in touch with when i moved away from here um right. and we went over to one of our buddy's house um one of our one of our big football friends he ended up blacking out throwing up in the driveway all night long uh real <laughs> real real class act that's all they remember him by still to this day it's hilarious um but i think the most memorable day is we went out to lake mead so it's like the big lake here. And um, we went to this little uh, beach area and my dad had this big like blow up floaty thing, but it was basically like a little Island. It was yeah. crazy. It had a canopy. It had a hole in the middle that like, you could like just kind of, or an, a hole in the middle that had a net that you could just like sit and lean back in and be in the water, but not fully in the water. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we kind of just hung out on that thing from 10 AM till about, 6 37 p.m at night and we were we were getting fucked off i mean we were microdosing off of some shrooms we were drinking hella bro smoking you guys were microdosing 
I yes, I bro, nothing better, nothing better. So <laughs> I, um, I'm a little new. Explain to me what what is microdosing. So obviously, so just eating shrooms, but instead of doing that full amount to trip and start seeing shit and not be functional anymore, it's enough to just like have this euphoric feeling all the time. Um, you it, it you're really high. Don't don't let me get you wrong. There you are really high at the same time but you're still like when you get used to it it's um kind of well when i do the microdosing i do it to get fucked up some people will do microdosing they kind of do it in small amounts and you get like this euphoric feeling and it kind of clears your headspace with the, the way that the cybacillin works yeah in the shroom so that's something that we actually that's that's a, that's a pretty fun one to do i i, I will dabble in um little magic mushrooms all the time here that's my kind of go-to party thing and not everyone will be okay really? with that yeah yeah no like it's not and it's not all the time but maybe like i don't know two three times out of the month i'll go ahead and like do it when we're partying and it's just fun because i i it open it's it's different I, I i don't really know how to explain it unless you do it um because you just end up looking at shit a little differently and sit in that situation. Uh, and even though you're not tripping and then even after the fact, like you still kind of get that shroom effect, but you're not fully like going balls of the wall and fucking right. uh, going crazy. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going crazy like you and doing fucking Zans though, getting all Zanned out. huh? <laughs> what are those like? I, I'm not, I don't know if it's I'll like, ever, uh... ever dabble in those. Well, Funny. they're bad. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But I like, it's like, <laughs> you know, that scene in Pineapple Express in the opening. It's like, I feel like a slice of butter on top of a big old <laughs> pile of flapjacks. That's how I feel when I take, but all I do, I take half a bar and watch, I don't know, a stupid movie. Like I watched, uh, what I watched, I watched Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I just took a stupid, but it's just stupid. Like, and it just, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a central nervous system depressant. So it's like a beer. It's like the same thing as a beer, but there's no, hung, you're not hangover and you're not like worried about shit. You're just, and that's why people steal a shit ton of, if you've seen memes, like people just steal a shit ton on Zans because they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, yeah. You have no, like, you don't care. Just no care for the world at yeah, all. I know. It's <laughs> for yourself. All right, so question. Have you ever been, like, zanned out in rage mode? No, I don't. No? All right, because I, I, I have a buddy down in Mexico right now, and he may or may not have bought a whole bottle of the pharmaceuticals. Fire. Now, who knows what he's doing with them? But uh, his he took half a bar yesterday, and his brother took three, and he's, he called me after the fact, and he's like, bro, look at this bitch. And you showed him, and he's like, obviously, the after the fact, when you knock the fuck out off his ads, I know that part. But he's like, bro, he got so fucking zanned out, he started trying to fight everyone and shit. And we were like, no, what? And he literally he said he ripped off the button, his button shirt, smacked his brother across the face, and some shit like that. So I wonder if any, any shit like that you ever had or seen shit like that happen with it. Uh, no, I've just seen people just like, I don't know. Uh, just it just makes you it's, makes you black out. 
so fast. If you drink on it, you, you're insta blacked out. Like some guys will rock a QB sneak, so they do like a quarter or half of it in their beer. <laughs> they just that's bad. I fucking love that. <laughs> or uh, or they'll just if your boy comes home from the bar is fucking obliterated, um, and he's just being a menace to society. You just give Slip him one of those. You just want to give him, give him one of those. So I'll tell him to shut the fuck up. Slip him a zan. <laughs> yeah, just slip him a zan. And then Hit him uh... with the good old Cosby. I see how you guys rolled out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dirty yeah. Tampa boys. I see you. <laughs> dirty, dirty. Yeah, slip him a zan. So and you're just like, dude, go to bed. Um, that's a, that's what you got to do, man. Dude, right. I saw the video of Clinch just laughing at a wall. And that's what Joe Correo, that's what Joe so said. Right, so this is another night. So we did shrooms one night. My dad made us this, like, shroom tea. Really? And, uh, yeah. And um, so basically, he just grinded it all up, basically, like, in a grinder, put it in a strainer, and then ran it through hot water, like, five, six times. Mm. And then took that, put it in a mug, put some honey in the bottom of it, and it was, like, warm water with honey. Bro, it's literally all tasted like like no nasties like the shrimp tasted like so we all drank that i drank about like two cups of that and then we're just chilling remember that lsd documentary on netflix that was yeah out? so we're watching that I'm just sitting there in one of the scenes bro the room that they're doing the interview in just shoots back like a fucking hundred miles and i'm like Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> and this is like my fifth time seeing it. I'm like, that's not supposed to happen. And then I look over my wall, and my wall is doing all this like fucking wavy shit like this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we're definitely fucked up. And then I look over at Clinch, and the buddy's gone. Buddy is geeking <laughs> out, and um, he literally, I think he spent most of his time in the bathroom just laughing his ass off at a magazine and flower <laughs> pots in the bathroom like it was it was it was hilarious i was going on and on about my whole extra body i had attached to me because it felt like i had this part my whole right side of my body cut off and attached to the left side of me so it was like i was inverted but i still had this side it was so, it was so weird so much fun though and i actually haven't done like a full-on trip like that since honestly if i'm being honest um you just might i've just whenever I, yeah whenever i've done the shrooms um i've just eaten enough of them to get like close to tripping but just on that really high fact and then whenever i do it too i'm always drinking and smoking and everyone's like i know you're not supposed to do it and i always tell myself i'm like okay if i'm gonna do it we're not gonna pick up a beer or we'll pick up a joint or something like that but then i just end up being like ah just let the good times roll and see what happens let the good times roll exactly so yeah i um acid though oh boy you tried that that? is oh yeah multiple times i'm a freaking flyer and i love it it is it is it's a blast to do honestly um so my favorite time doing it was at Life is Beautiful. That was a music festival here. Classic. Um, so that weekend, dude, I did acid the first night, and I did shroom Saturday and Sunday night. <laughs> that oh. weekend was a doozy. <laughs> so the first night, I my uh, we're, we're pulling into the concert, and my buddy taps me, and he goes, yo, look at this. And I go, what? And I look down in his hand, and he has two tabs. 
and uh, they're only papers, so they're like a hundred UG, so nothing too too crazy. He's like, let's do it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. So I just pop that shit in and um, let it sit. And about like two hours, it, not two hours, maybe like 45 minutes before it fully kicked in. Um, that we're there just kind of hanging out. And we ran in, we were trying to find all these groups of people that we knew were there too and trying to link up with them and say what's up. But it's so like, I don't know if you've ever been to a music festival or anything like that. No. Yeah, it's just like so hard to meet up with people and i swear they put like a net over top of the music festival grounds of no cellular data because it's like you can never make a phone call and it makes no sense um so it's so hard to find people especially when you're tripping off of fucking drugs so we're we're looking around we end up meeting up with a big group but i wasn't vibing with wow i was starting to get to my peak and i just go you know what fuck you guys and i run away <laughs> i literally just booked it away from them when everyone says you shouldn't do it at music festival it was my first ever music festival and i just booked it away from them like fuck it i'll find them later i know where i parked the car so we're all good on that <laughs> i'm just hoping i don't get too fucked up or i get uh, messed up um i end up meeting two guys from oregon really good guys i got their numbers we're, we still talk every now and then to this day uh whenever i go up to oregon i'm gonna go visit them because they go to the University of Oregon, because they're, they're dope as shit. So like, I hung out with them for the whole night and end up just bumping back into my friend group randomly, not even trying to call them. It was just like, I was looking in the crowd and then I see them. And it was like one, one of those type deals. Yeah. Um, so that night, that, that night was really fun. And acid is, going back to that, it's just like shrooms on 100. And you you just you got to do it to really understand what what it what it feels like and what goes on for it but it's everything is amplified like the colors you see are crazy um you start to i i've talked to trees when i did my trip like i talked to some palm trees in my buddy's backyard as crazy as it seemed i just like looked over at them and they're giving me these weird faces in the leaves and i was like whoa okay um Yeah, no, yeah, like, there was this mom, a dad, and a little kid, palm tree, all in my buddy's backyard, and I was just laying there, kind of, like, kept turning my head, and I, I, no matter which way I looked at him, I couldn't not see these faces in them, and then I just, like, to kind of mess with my other friends that were tripping, I kept, I would, like, kind of, I said a couple words to them, but then my, it kept mess with my own trip, and they were kind of responded and reciprocated back in some ways, and I was just like, yeah. whoa, that is, uh, that's something else, but, uh, it's, it's definitely fun to be where I'm at because I'm able to get whatever I want kind of very easily. And the people I know, I know it's safe. So like gotcha. I've done, that's what's I have dabbled, I've dabbled in a solid amount. We, we have a good friend named Molly. She's coming to hang out with us tonight. Pretty sure I'm going to go see Spider-Man. Uh, no, no, yeah. So, yeah, no. One time, but I've only done that once. I'm not doing that tonight. But um, I've only done Molly one time, and when I did, I took two points of it, and that's only point two uh, two grams. Hey, you um, know who? Uh, you know who Spider Man's girlfriend is, right? Mary Jane. <laughs> exactly. I'd be baking in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I did a little bit of that. Bro, my pupils were bigger than my actual eyes were. It was crazy. And my one friend did double what I did. And we're playing beer pong. And he's just standing there. And he goes to do a shot. And he just, eyes roll back in his head. And he goes, and falls. <laughs> face down. In my, in my dad's garage. And I it was the funniest shit. But then uh, after seeing that, that kind of scared me. Yeah, so I haven't really uh, touched that since. That's been over a year or so and i don't really have any kind of big push to try that again you know unless i'm right. at the the right scene because everyone all my friends here are kind of fucking crazy bro like they will the these three will want to do this these ones will want to do this these ones will want to do this um but all all collectively it's not like it's separate like these guys want to just do shrooms by themselves and these guys want to go do this by themselves we all kind of Oh, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll hang out together. And you have all these different reactions going on with these people. And it makes for some pretty interesting times. Um, let me drink my beer. I don't know where I'm going here with this. Ask, ask me a question. Bro. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. well. well, dude, I didn't want to. You were on a great. Um, you were on a great line. Of sentence kinda, there. Yeah. Um, fuck. Where am I going? We'll have, to, we'll have to cut this out. I, I got one. <laughs> no cuts, bro. No cuts. No butts. No, no cuts. cuts. No coconuts. What about the ones on my wrist? Are these ones all right? <laughs> no, oh, I'm just kidding, man. bro. I'm, I'll let you know when you're going to be my 13th reason. Yeah, for real. I'm the, this. I just fucking. I drank way too much last night and I'm feeling it today. It was ass. Yeah. How's it, how's it feel yeah. being back home? I know you didn't go back for Thanksgiving. I missed you. I uh, would have loved it. I, I know. I would have stood with you and Funny Gunny and all the fucking fellas. Joe C. Joe, Joe Simparella. Yeah, is he still is he still on his sim shit? Is it bad? From oh, what I God. hear, I'm not I'm not there enough, obviously, and I don't. Yeah. I don't, whenever I talk to him, it's like on PlayStation every now and then. So, yeah. yeah. All right. That's a I got to Piss. I gotta take a piss. All right, gotcha. Here, I'll pause it. All right, we're back. Um, I actually, we were talking about something while um, Ethan was taking a piss. Well, I, I was talking to myself. Um, so, what the hell have you been doing this last year? You take the road trip, and then I just see you on PlayStation. Like, it's been crazy. What have you been doing? Ooh. First question for you before I answer yours Have you ever tried one of these? The Voodoo Rangers? <laughs> yeah. I, I am a fan of the Voodoo Rangers. Yeah, you like them, bro. These are my, like, honestly. I just, I'll bring two of these to a party, and I'm, I won't even worry about if there's any beer here there or not, because sometimes, like, they'll run out. Yeah. And I, obviously, people go out and get more, but I'll drink, I'll slam two of these before I fucking go out anywhere, and I'm almost on the verge of, like, blacking out sometimes. Yeah, those get you really liquored up. Especially off of an empty stomach, so... That's, this is going to be interesting, but so I had, obviously I had plans of going to school. I had, I didn't want to be a, just not doing anything kind of floater. Um, but COVID fucked all that up. And while I was taking I was, I, my first plan was just to take off that first semester. I was going to go in the spring, but during that fall semester, kind of ask myself some questions like well is that really what you want to do for your college degree i wanted to do the hotel management and shit 
And then thought about it and I was like, no, because it's going to be the same fucking bullshit every day. I'm going to deal with people, yada, yada, yada. It's going to take forever to get to the top and make money and actually be at a spot where I'm not doing what not doing that. Like, Oh, you're broken up. Uh, just, just the the audio just got fucked up. But can, what you, you were saying, um, you didn't want to deal with the bullshit. Okay, so I didn't want a job that was gonna be the same thing every single day, like, like a normal kind of fucking office job or that nine to five, that kind of bullshit. Um, I wanted something that was gonna be different every day, and it didn't know what that night was gonna bring you or what that next day was gonna bring you. So. Then I started asking myself, I'm like, all right, what am I interested in fully? Like, really? Well, I was just working. So I, I've, I've worked a couple of jobs since I worked at uh, the first job I worked at was Discount Tire. So that's a tire place. And I was just changing tires there. Um, did it for a little bit, but then my, my arm permitted me from not doing that anymore. Worked as a car washer for a little bit, like doing car detailing. Um, then I worked at this Greek food place for a day one day i did the training shift never went back after the fact i was like fuck that shit um and and then now i am doing security i just do neighborhood security yeah and uh so i've just been working basically all all the time but throughout this time i've been asking myself like all right or not through a whole time for the first couple months i was ask myself, what do you want to do that's going to be interesting? And what, what am I actually interested in? Because you obviously say all this stuff that you're interested in when you're going through high school and people ask you what you want to do. But for me, most of it was kind of like just I said something to say something, kind of just threw it on the wall like spaghetti and hope it's stuck. And the, I, I tried to make myself believe in the hotel stuff all throughout high school. It was like, you know, that kind of sounds cool. No one else was talking about it. That'd be cool. But it wasn't fully like tickling me on the inside the right way. Mm. So I asked myself and I looked in. And right now what I'm trying to do is get in the radio play-by-play. So do the play-by-play sports broadcasting or color commentating. Really? That's that's kind of the biggest thing that I'm trying to go for right now um if i had to say what i want to do with my life um now there's a couple different avenues i can go down with trying to accomplish it obviously one's going back to school and doing all that bullshit i'm still waiting to see what all that's like because still here it's online and um really uh, yeah I mean, this, so this last, this semester that just finished, there were still online classes with some in-person classes. Like I had friends that were going and their only in-person classes were on Saturdays. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that bullshit. Cause that I work bullshit. Monday to Friday. So I'm not trying to work Monday through Friday, then go to school on Saturday when I could be doing that throughout the week if they just had yeah. open person. Classes. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um, and this next semester they're doing in-person classes but you have to have the vaccine i'm not vaccinated i'm not gonna get it um and it's not like uh oh would it like fucking i'm on that right side of where i don't fully trust a thing that got made that quickly 
that's all I got to say. It went from two years to one year to the couple months on how fast you get a vaccine. But I'm not here to say anything. I'm not a polit. I'm not a politician. I don't get in the politics. I could give two fucking rats asses, bro. I'm yeah. just not gonna put something in my body that I'm not uh, wanting to put in my body. I haven't gotten it yet. I've gotten a little sick once or twice, but like I, bro, uh, Darwinism, bro. If I'm gonna you, die, I'm gonna yeah, die. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Na- you look natural like- selection. <laughs> You look like the picture of health right now over Zoom. You look like just a stallion of a man. Why? So you not you're not a not a fan of the uh, vaccine. Okay, I can live with that. How are the? Yeah, it's just, yeah I'm not. I, it's just I don't know. I mean, my whole family's vaccinated. My grandfather's died from COVID. Uh, first question my mom asked me after the fact was, "Are you going to get vaccinated?" And I'm like, "This bitch." Oh, <laughs> um, classic. But. Um, no, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. My morals, whatever morals that this fucking dumbass has says it's not okay. I, I, um, I'm kind of a little on the optimistic side that the, it's going to cause a zombie apocalypse. Ah! (laughs) That's stupid conspiracy theory shit. No, um, I don't know. It's just, I haven't. It's, it's starting to seem like I'm going to have to get it if I want to live a life, a normal life again, or want to actually be able to do some certain things. But I'll see if I can maneuver my way without it. Yeah, and then they're starting to require booster, to, so. starting to require booster shots too, which is insane. So, yeah, and everyone's getting their boosters. I even the first one. So whatever. I'll get the I'll get the no yeah but you were asking me a question before oh yeah how were the restrictions out out west so it was okay for like a month where we couldn't wear masks and then it ever since I got back here it was masks inside and then it went masks went away for like a month month and a half and then it all came back um everything's about a hundred percent though for open wise, like no restaurants are closed down. Um, it's really just the masks. Um, that other thing, uh, Legion Stadium's the only place in Nevada that I'm aware of that requires you to show a vaccination card. And that's where the Raiders play. Um, Damn. Everywhere else, um, I'm pretty sure you're you're good to go. Uh, there was the music festival day in Vegas actually, and you had to show a vaccination card, and yeah, yeah, I might have some documentation. Yeah, who knows? But <laughs> some you know. falsified documents. Who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Something, yeah. something like that. You gotta do what you gotta do to get by. If uh, I have a fake ID, what's wrong with having that? For real, yeah. for real. Call me so, what you want. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty okay. It's pretty loose. Like yeah, you can walk into some places and not have a mask on and on just be like hey i don't have a mask is that all right and they're like yeah i don't give a fuck so yeah it's really only allegiant i'd say is the toughest place with having to be vaccinated but everywhere else is just make sure you have a mask on inside for the most part but if you where i'm at clark county is a open container county you can you can have an open container 
legally. So you Dude, could just where walk do you around live? with this. You just live. You, you must, must bro. live in Las Vegas, brother. I city. know. My <laughs> God, bro. Sin, baby. Where it's always fun with, with the, city, the real city that never sleeps. Fuck New York, not sleeping, baby. Vegas never sleeps, and I've been on that shit. <laughs> yeah. So how is the uh, how's the speaking of that? How's the nightlife been for you? You mean like the the nights that turn in the late mornings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for real, yeah. they do. It's um so. Going out to clubs and whatnot is a little harder here because they're way stricter on the IDs. So you really need to make sure your shit's like top notch. Mine is like my my shit. They could scan it, run it through whatever they want. It would go because I've gone to dispensaries with it and it's good. So I know like I'm solid. It's just I'm not fully in the mood yet to go drop money at the club. Um, I'm I'm probably getting ready too soon though because. We read one of uh, my family friends, my parents' friends. He's a DJ, and he just got a new residency here in Vegas. So Fire. they built a whole new nightclub at one of the hotels for him, and he'll he'll be basically playing there for at least six months or something like that. So Dude, I'm gonna be kind of rekindling. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of be rekindling the relationship with him and see if I can't go start being like to those. Uh, shows that he does because he does them on the weekends friday through sunday fucking 12 a.m to fucking 5 a.m bro he did one started at three in the morning ended at six in the morning seven in the morning <laughs> so for the clubs i can't really talk yet on what it's like just because i haven't been but the fact that the city's 24 7 um is amazing like we could go and there's a pool bar i don't know if you've ever gone to any of those a year ago on pool bar some fucking little joint that has probably 20 30 pool tables inside of it and we'll go there and just grab like two cases of beer and just hang out there for the night and then after that's all done we'll hit up these people and probably go to a house party hang out there until the cops get called and go pull up to a mansion party one night that actually happened we're at uh one party cops get called party got busted down so me and my buddy are walking back to the car. We call two friends. The second phone call we make, he's like, yeah, we're at uh, one of the suites down on the strip for our buddy's birthday. Pull up. So we go from that house party, just pull up to that suite down there, the strip, end up having a fucking time. Went down to the tables. I have played down on the tables a couple times on the strip. So that's how really? I know my ID's valid. Like I have, I have sat down at the tables and shown my shit. And that is wild. away with money. So, so um done that um it's you can really do whatever you want it's just how much fucking energy and time and money you have i don't work on the weekends my i get out at two on a friday and i don't go in until two on month 2 p.m on monday so i get 2 p.m friday 2 p.m monday so i really get friday saturday and sunday night because i can recover all sunday morning basically that's elite and and my job is not hard at all. I just sit in all day on my phone for eight hours. It's it's a joke what I do. <laughs> um, so I go crazy on the weekends um, with all my friends, and we'll be going to like dirt bike races in the morning. Then throughout the afternoon, just kind of chill and drink, and then the nighttime we'll go and party 
at a friend's house or something like that. And that's a Saturday. And then Sunday is I'll, I'll watch a little bit of football during the day, get drunk by myself, take a nap, go back out Sunday night and get crazy with the rest of my friends. Whether we go down to the strip, we go out to the top of one of the streets and just pop off some of the guns that we have, go ride some dirt bikes, bro. Like it's, it's honestly Vegas is kind of like a GTA server. And there's an Instagram page and they always do posts that are like that. They say Vegas is the real life GTA. And to that, I say it's very true. You can do whatever you want. Um, you experience a lot. You see a lot. Uh, have what a lot of fun. What, what have, have you seen? seen? Yeah, what have you seen, bro? <laughs> what have I seen? Um, well, I saw one lady get into a car accident. And she got out and sat in the opposite lane, like the lane next to her car. And started meditating while bleeding from her forehead. Um, I've seen two crackheads like go at it with each other on the sidewalk while I'm just at a red light. Uh, walking into the music, music festival, I've seen like I literally thought I was about to see a whole new Black Lives Matter movement happen because there's this black guy like, don't shoot me, officer, don't shoot me, don't shoot me, don't shoot me. Type shit like that. And the cops were all like pointing guns at him and shit, walking up on him um fuck i've i've been at one party that ended up getting shot up that was interesting that's a big problem with a lot of the parties here is uh they end up getting shot up by shit or ended by some other gang pulling up because that is kind of a kind of an issue over here and when you get closer down to the strip um it is a little bit more of a sketchier area and you'll get that more dangerous crowd to pull up. Um, so I've seen some, some gang related activity go on at parties. Uh, safe to say. Damn. Um, what kind of, who are you partying with that's affiliated with gangsters? Um, no one really, I, no one I hang with is, affiliated with any any gang no one no one no one i hang with is is gangbanging in any way shape or form um Dang i have one homie that yeah i i have one homie that was uh some people say he does and he may it's not my business to ask if it ever comes up it'll come up when i'm not gonna be like yo you do that shit because you know i I know where me and him stand. I'm not the one to be like, yo, what's your, what's your deal and whatnot. And nor do I fucking care. Cause it hasn't been brought around. So I don't care. Right. But like I said, it's more where I live at. I'm more in like the North Northwestern part and the, the more the Northwest West part of Vegas. So it's like more of a nicer part of town. You don't really see much of that uh, gang shit going on or that hood rat activity. um all that stuff going on like that's that's more east side north town and down on the strip like downtown downtown and um so i'm I'm kind of away from that which i i don't have a problem with i feel like soon i will be in it not like affiliated with it but closer to it because of the way Vegas pricing is for housing and me and my homies want to move out so we might have to move to a little bit of a day more not safer area so we might yeah. see a little bit more of that in the future going to a sketchy right neighborhood 
yeah, no, there's there's some definitely some parts that you um, roll through and you know that it's like you gotta you gotta check around because you leave your car unlocked and they'll definitely bust your shit open or you leave anything in just the car you leave anything in view of it they'll break your car windows steal everything steal your car stereo like it's bad really? and, Fuck, and some but um you know you you get that everywhere so you just got to know where to hang out where to go where to not go gotcha so do you when you um how is the housing price out there so the average price for a one bed, one bathroom apartment is twelve hundred dollars. So that is absolutely absurd. I mean, like other other places, obviously, would be like, "Oh, that's good," but in Vegas, it's that's considered to the roof because you know, pricing housing prices used to be pretty cheap here, and it was pretty easy to live. And that's why so many people have ended up moving here, and now it's inflated to the price that it has, and COVID hasn't helped either yeah um but for actual houses i couldn't give you a real number um me and my friends are one of our new year resolutions funny enough is uh we're all gonna start well finally have like full-time paying jobs um and we'll all start putting money away from each check that we have to um potentially get into something because we're all trying to get out pretty soon um but yeah I, I couldn't give you an exact number but it's it's way pricier than it used to be and it's just a little trickier to try and get out of shit so i'm hoping my grandma moves out soon because she's been talking about that and i'll just sweet talk her into letting me rent the place from her and get That'll a nice be awesome. sweet deal or something but that, that's kind of like what you have to rely on right now in vegas if you want a good deal on something is knowing someone that's renting something out or whatnot and getting a good deal off of them yeah right because so, i can't i i, I want to get out of uh, my parents house as quick as possible it's more of an inconvenience to be living at home when i don't i'm barely here i kind of come home get work change and i go out come home sleep go to work home change go out again like i'm i'm never hardly home I'm always gotcha. I buy my own food. I'm not doing that whole adulting thing. I'm just not on my own yet. Living on my own. Mm-hmm. I still live with my parents, but I do everything else for myself. How's the so, rest of your fam? They're doing good. Um, yeah, they're doing good. Majestic Muffin is working over at Walmart. Nice thing. And then um, the little the little mini the mini Chini. He is, uh, he reclassed and he is doing, uh, at a private school now. He's playing hockey. So, yeah, he's, nice. he's, he's probably going to be getting a D1 scholarship. He'll probably be the best one out of Saul just because of the school he goes to, or possibly even D3. Um, and if it is a D1 scholarship, it'd be like very low. But right. it's still the, the school he goes to and the exposure he's getting to because of it. Um, He's probably going to get the best opportunity for college out of us all, so that'll That's be great. That'll be good for him. A little jealous, obviously, you know, since I also play hockey and this little bitch gets way more than I ever got, and I'm so fucking jealous. But you know, <laughs> you gotta 
he like really he he is living up that whole uh the youngest brother gets everything stereotype that is here. true we move here and my mom's got like a high ass paying job and some shit like that um able to get him all this top of the line shit but you can't care about that you just take it as it comes and yeah. whatever <laughs> exactly man no, not all the worries you're <laughs> <laughs> you've been playing uh you've been playing cod no i don't i don't uh i actually my playstation doesn't run well enough to run cod it's it's too old the black i have the black ops 3 edition and it doesn't run enough to uh run the cod or it doesn't run well enough to play call of duty for me because even if i have call of duty downloaded and i'm not running the app it still makes my whole playstation slow as shit um, i know as if it it so i'm just waiting to get in the console i'll get it i'll get i think i'm gonna switch the xbox uh for the next thing i get um and then whenever i do that i'll get back in the video games and it probably won't even be till i move out that i get back in the video games hard again like that or even pick it up a little bit more like i used to play it just because like i said i'm never fully home here where my shit's at so it's kind of hard for me to play it, but if I was living with all my homies, I'm not entitled to go out so much. So I'll be like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to stay and play video games with the boys back east tonight. Uh, exactly. So that's kind of, I'll, I'll get back into it eventually. Genie Bonch will make an appearance back online. Um, I, we miss Genie Bonch, man. We'll, we'll get some stuff going. I know no one misses Genie Bonch. I know I'm not brought up in there. I don't play anything. <laughs> <laughs> but so we miss Cheney Bonch. No, I know. I, I miss the boys too. I uh it's different out here. I'll definitely say that. You know how like we could all rip each other, you know, one day it's someone else who's getting ripped. Um I've introduced that to everyone here. Like the whole like be a dick to your friends and be nice to strangers thing. Like they were they would get butthurt for the first couple of months when I would say some things to some of my friends. And I'm like, all right, listen, guys, it's not serious what I'm saying. It's all fucking like fun. It's all jokes. I'm only chirping you because I'm friends with you and I know you're not going to get butthurt over it. Yeah. Or I'm just calling you out on this because I know you're not going to like do get upset or anything like that. Like I'm comfortable with you. That's why I am roasting you. That's why I'm doing this. Yada, yada, yada. How kind of like how everyone is back east, you know, that whole dynamic. Like, I bet you kind of saw that difference when you went down to Tampa. I Did saw a little that, like... bit, bro. I saw it's a northeastern thing. Mm-hmm. We're, all, we're just like, uh, we're funnier. We're from the northeast. We're automatically funnier. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Well, automatically, bro. I can make a whole room die laughing and I'll say something that I don't even think is funny. And everyone else just start dying. I'm like, okay. All right, I guess, uh, I, I guess, not, not trying to toot my horn, but yeah, like that shit will happen. And then I got the best chirps out of everyone. And I'm like, true. I just, just lived in the East Coast is literally all you do with each other. Whenever you hang out in this room, all of your friends, you just kind of look at each other and go, but what the fuck yeah. are you wearing? Or why are you looking like that? Or, you know. Yeah, dude, why do you look like that? The, the whole mannerisms uh, difference. Um, that was something to kind of get used to at first. Uh, really? And I still, 
I still kind of struggle with it. Every time I meet someone and I go, look, if I say something that kind of hurts your feelings, just know I don't fully mean it. I, 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 I now give or warning. I'm like, look, I've been, uh, but it's not in any mean will or anything like that. I just kind of call shit as I see it, you know? <laughs> exactly. That, I mean, that's just like just classic chirps. Just classic chirps for sure. Mm-hmm. What's how is your vibe? So I know those kind of little things change, but how has your vibe changed since you've been down there? So my vibe, bro, I am uh I have changed. I'm a much more like chill kind of guy now. I've kind of just go with whatever's going on. I see um I used to care too much about what could happen or what might happen or the, all the the what ifs i'd always ask myself that and it'd be with when hanging out with friends and one person's like let's do this it's like well we could get caught doing that or someone could come yell at us to and you know that was i always knew that was no fun way to think but i couldn't get that out of my head and um i don't know what caused it when i moved out here but something changed that to where then I would just stop caring. Um, I think it was the drinking. I started drinking more when I moved out here. I found out when I get really drunk, <laughs> even no, yeah, the drinking definitely helped uh, when I, I'll be a lot more drunk now than I used to be. And now it's, I look at something and we're going to go do it. I don't give a shit anymore on the what ifs. Um, but even uh, besides getting like fucked up or anything like that, um, kind of, I've really grown up. If I'm trying to be honest, like not going to school kind of helps, had kind of helped me grow up. I feel like because I no longer had that constant um, thing to have me like that constant goal you're working towards. You know, you you know who you always had like a homework assignment or a project to, or a study to find, or final to study for. Um, I didn't have anything like that. I haven't had anything like that for almost two years now. I, yeah. if I want to do something productive with myself, I've had to pick myself up off the fucking bed or off the chair playing video games or off the couch and go do it. And if I wanted to do this, I had to go out and do these certain steps. Like I could, nothing was laid out for me anymore. It was kind of, I have to do it all on my own type of deal. And I don't know what it's like at college. Cause obviously I'm not there. And I know there is some kind there is that independency that you have uh, with living on your own and having to do some certain shit like that. But you still kind of have that goal. You're working towards that diploma, right? You're working, you have two, three, three years right? Two years? Yeah, two more years, man. Yeah, you have two two more years until you have that diploma, and then from there, you can really be like, all right, now what's next? For me, it's kind of like I've been working these jobs. All right, I could just keep working these jobs and be like that fucking person you see when you go to a store and be like, bro, how'd this person end up here? Well, I'll tell you how they end up there. If they don't fucking decided to take some initiative for themselves because I could very easily get stuck up and doing what I'm doing and be fucking 40 
uh, however many years from now doing this fucking security job just because it pays well enough for me to maintain and yada yada but is that really what i want to do with myself no so i gotta be the one to go ahead and take these steps to do shit so it i've uh i've vibe with like taking initiative and shit has changed in that whole aspect of starting to do shit that I want to do or knowing that will kind of help better me and help um, make my future better. If that makes sense. Gotcha. And the future looks bright for Chini Bonch for sure. Does bro? I have some big plans. Um, so, kinda, I'm thinking. Uh, so you've heard of disc golf, yes? Mm. Have you heard of that? So I cannot play hockey anymore because of my arm. No longer. I've had two surgeries, and it's basically kaputs. So I've switched all of my energy into that now, and I have some big plans to hopefully get a start a YouTube channel pretty soon, and I'll be posting some videos. So. Hopefully everyone can go ahead and give some love and support to that. Um, Cause I'm going to really try to grow that. Cause I want to, it's, it's growing and it's not that big yet. So I feel like I, if I get into it now, I can definitely kind of make my, uh, put, get my foot in the door with, yeah. uh, with being in, in the loop of everything. And there's one specific company that I want to get a part of. Oh, them. you want to be a part of my take? Well, not part. I just want to be with Barstool, bro, because they don't have anything. So I got to put some initiative in that now that I'm saying this out loud, because I haven't said it out loud publicly, but I want to get into disc golf for Barstool because they don't have anything for disc golf on That's Barstool. Sick. They have nothing. They got nothing. Awesome. So I'm going to start to pump out some channel, pump out some videos and content, and hopefully get signed on to barstool as their disc golf guy because even outside of just them not having anything it'll they're they're always let me rephrase that so they're always looking to go down different avenues in the fucking content world you know they have the game time they have the cooking shit they have baseball football college football basketball all that shit you can bet on a lot of that shit too and they're with penn national gaming so disc golf you can now do sports game betting on their sports really? books that you can do it so it's more even the reason for barstool to be like hey all right if we have a guy in it we can start to add that into the barstool sports book there's another ad of revenue there's another ad of content coming into the barstool channel there's a whole nother community coming into barstool that they're not tapped into yet so that's kind of my idea right now for uh for disc golf so that that's my big big idea i got to take another piss like i said piss break baby Woo! you're just like piss bronas look like piss and they run through you like it too it's <laughs> still my favorite beer though oh it's the best dude it is but the, the hot best. On there. i want to so if i get I, my big plan with barso is obviously the disc golf shit would be cool and get a travel for them and you know, play the tournaments, film for Barstool. But then I'd hope to, looping back to the whole sports broadcasting thing, you know, they have some guys 
in Barstool right now who have done some some sports commentating over nationally broadcasted events just yeah. because they're part of the Barstool and they have that exposure already. So kind of hope that when I have that opportunity already done and going on with the disc golf, I express my um, interests in the whole sports commentating world. And hopefully they could nudge me into that a little bit with that yeah. credentials I have being part of Barstool. And if they're hopefully bigger, which surprisingly we're like, I don't know what it's like in Tampa, but out here, out West, nobody knows of Barstool. No one. Yeah. Really? Right? Oh yeah. I mean, all, all the people I ask, I'm like, yeah, you know, Barstool at all. And they're like, Hmm? No, not really. I'm like, Brad, really? Do they live under rocks or something? That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe it's just the people I'm friends with, but they're all pretty like in the loop of shit because they tell me shit even I don't know. Yeah. But when I bar stool, I'm like, they look at me like I got four heads and I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's one of the better, bigger companies growing right now that's aged at our, or pointed at our age range, age yeah. group, but. So that's kind of the biggest things I have aimed for myself going into this next year that I hope to start to tackle. First, just starts with that YouTube channel. Yeah, just um, stick with it, man. Like, there's so many people out there that try and do the shit, and then they they they're great, but then they just don't. They stop doing it because they get lazy or because this or that. But like, I think that sounds like a great idea to me. I think you would crush that, especially doing stuff for them and even beyond disc golf, like just you're a funny guy. Like you would be, you'd, you would crush it there. No. Yeah. Honestly. And I've thought that too. I'm like, I, I know I'd be, if, if given the opportunity and everyone says it, like everyone's like, Oh, I know I could, I could be good at bar stool and whatnot. But I honestly feel like from the bottom of my heart, I know I could be a good content, be good guy of content. I put, I'm a character within myself with just my own actions. I have, in doing some certain things in how I behave and whatnot. And I bet if you put me in the, the gambling cave, you watch my bets lose, bro. That'd be, we'd get some interesting clips. That'd be but, awesome. But besides that, like, um, I, when I watch the bar, like I watch the bar stool shit, like the, their little stool streams that they have, like the office, basically, that's how I look at it. It's just like an episode of the office. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch that. And I'll look at it and um, I I always get this feeling like, feel like you kind of belong there. Mm. And if you don't try to do everything you can to make that an opportunity, I'll kind of regret life or like regret my, the rest of what I had going on. If that makes any sense. And I've kind of seen those quotes and shit from here and there and it's like yeah do what you want to do and do what you really want to do when you're young but that way when you're older you don't regret not doing it you can look back saying hey at least i tried yeah no i right? exactly at least you're trying yo i'd say you know i'm not gonna come in here and like start spewing at you and stuff like but tiktok that that would be like really like, get a lot of your if you do youtube videos you know, hustle for those social clips on TikTok because their algorithm is the best out of any of the social medias. I've been waiting for you to bring up the TikTok too, you little TikTok fairy. <laughs> How am I a TikTok fairy? I don't know. I just feel like every podcast I've listened to you do so far, 
you've brought up TikTok at least once, and I just fucking yeah, love it. I'm not hating on TikTok. <laughs> I, I have it, and it's I think it's a it's, hilarious app. But so no, funny, I agree bro. with you. I agree with you. Uh, I'll definitely that'll definitely be something I try to do is do little disc golf clips on TikTok and just post them and hope it fucking hits the for you page one day, right? Yeah. So, um, but going back to TikTok, bro, like I got a I got a suggestion for you, right? Oh, uh, what do you got for me? For one month to make your for you page interesting, don't like anything. Don't like yeah. anything. Don't follow anyone. Don't you got to throw off the algorithm. You got to throw off your for you page and what it's going to start giving you. Because next thing you know it, you start swiping through and you get people and you'll see videos that have like two fucking views on them and they're absolute random people. It looks like it's like hostage videos being taken. <laughs> Bro, like the videos I'm seeing on my TikTok makes it actually funny. Um, but to ask you a question with TikTok, yeah. when's the bird? When are we going to see the burglar on TikTok, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like the it's the perfect platform to bring back the burglar skits that it we used would to be. see. <laughs> the burglar, uh, the burglar came back on TikTok. I don't even know what. What would I even do? I just feel like just fucking. You wouldn't I, be I able think, to do much. You wouldn't be able to do much after you get fucking banned after the first video you put out no. because it's probably hurting someone's fair feelings. <laughs> um, dude, I think the the TikTok though, like the algorithm is weird, like. I was watching a bunch of these, like I followed this guy and his son's autistic. So I was watching all these videos of his like severely autistic son. And he wasn't like making fun of the kid with autism. He was just like showing like, this is my son. This is how he lives. So I, I you know, scrolled through those videos for an hour and uh, like just I'm complete brain melt. But I was fascinated by this kid. And then my whole for you page was just like special needs, like. Uh, special olympics and it was uh it was all special needs on my for you page and i'm like go let me go back to like people making like jokes right you're just like man it feels like a family reunion all over again so i could do for you page yeah i was like yo why are all the people i rode the bus with here that's the shorter bus yeah Oh but my god, that's too fucking good. TikTok, TikTok is just such a uh, it just fucks up your brain. Like you're just gonna scroll that for hours, and you can get so sucked into it, it's bad. That's honestly that's what I go to at work. As I just sit there on TikTok and it'll just make the time go by the fastest. Do you ever watch the videos that no that like make you genuinely mad, but you just keep watching them because you see how how like mad they can make you? Just because of how like cringy they are or anything, or is that yeah. just a me thing? Because like there'll be some, some there'll be some like you know the one magician and the girls that he has. You have to know who I'm talking about, and I, they always I'm have like... those stupid fucking videos where the chick's doing something that's oblivious. Like you know, it's nothing to like. It's the complete opposite of what she should be doing. She's like, no, no, no. Trust me, this is gonna be so cool. Fuck, I wish I could. Uh... I wish you knew exactly what I was talking about. That way we could laugh. But it's like, he, it's every time those videos pop up on my For You page, I know it's going to be some bullshit. But I still just sit there and I watch to see what bullshit they put on my screen to just see how it pushes my buttons. And they get me every single time. It, it, it's a, it's pretty impressive at this point. But um, I just see yeah, like TikTok. something, somebody will post a joke and they'll just be like a war zone in the comment section about something stupid like, uh, it's just like 
Like I, I saw one and it was, um, it was like, oh, you call it morning wood. I call it breakfast in bed. It was like this chick talking about like giving blowjobs when they wake up. And like the whole comments were like, bro, you know, is he consenting? Like, like, I mean, yeah, I, I will speak, you know, I'm not going to speak on those issues, but I will say for myself, if you woke me up as a girl, as a girl, no guys, not sus. Um, which isn't bad if you were a guy, but just saying, if you woke me up with a, with a beach, I, you wouldn't, I'd be pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Look, as a guy, I would say it. If we go to bed together, the consent is that lasts for like 24 hours. I'd say from, from on my end, not, Mm. I'm not speaking on the chicks and on my end, if we go to bed together, there's a consent form signed. It's like a whole 24 hours. You know, you can surprise me with whatever, you know, it's all, all is good. Yeah, it's like a one day contract. Like exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a one day, twenty four hour consent form. As soon as you, we lay down in bed together, mm-hmm. not for not for the check. You know, that's that's their own body. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, that's their. I'm kids. no, I'm no one to say that. I have respect for them, but for myself, if you want to wake me up with some breakfast in bed, as you call it. <laughs> <laughs> Want to chop down? No, I actually don't. Wood. And yeah, <laughs> fucking love it. I don't actually go in the comment sections all that much, but when I do, I laugh my ass off, and I I feel like that is something I should start doing on the more controversial joke videos I find, because yeah, there'll definitely. be some that I just die laughing at, and I don't just scroll past them, but I always hear the comment sections of TikTok is a whole part, different part of the app. Oh, it's uh, it's great. I wouldn't know that if I didn't have the little preteen girl like you to tell me that. So thank you, Barry. <laughs> uh, what's gonna happen when we have kids? Like, how fucked are they gonna be? Um, my kids. You won't want your kids to hang around mine. You know, no. my my kids will be the fun ones when we come out to visit. We'll we'll come out to visit, or you'll come out to visit, and you'll be like, all right, now make sure you pay attention to them and don't do what those kids do over there yeah. oh my god <laughs> now um I feel like kid, my kids will be great i don't know about you i'm waiting i have a plan for kids i want to have them between 25 and 28 really that's when i plan on having my first kid at least i'm not saying i'd be done after like i have the one say at 28 and then just because I'm 28, I'd be like, oh, I gave myself that window. I'm done. But I want to ha- try to have my first kid, though, between 25 and 28, if I can kind of pick. I don't know why those numbers sound right to me or sound good. It just feels like I could have fun up until that point, like fun, fun, go and travel the world whenever I want, go on this fucking random trip. Because that happens all the time. We'll, we'll just be chilling and be like, yo, you want to go to Arizona tonight? Yeah, all right. Pick up and go to Arizona. Want to go to the beach tonight? Yeah, pick up and go to LA. You can go to the beach, wake up. Part of me, part of me wants to go out to Arizona because I feel like that real estate out there. I kind of want to go. I'm thinking about maybe living there someday. That'd be it'd be fun. Arizona's fun. It's it's hotter there than here. I think honestly, I'm I might settle down in Colorado. That'd be sick. I love Colorado. It's beautiful there. I've never been, but all pictures are beautiful. Um, and I have, some, I have some friends that go to school there, and they're like, bro, it's fucking awesome. Um, 
So obviously that, but then also Texas too. Texas is kind of interesting or Montana. I went up to Montana this past summer and oh, how was oh that? God, bro. Fucking beautiful. I've never seen more bluer skies. Felt fresher water, like breathed in fresher air. I, I don't know what it was up there, but it was just like true, like old America, if you know what I mean. Like just flat plains forever and just not like built up with big commercial cities and nothing like that. Uh, all small town shit. Um, did some white river rafting through Yellowstone. That was fun Dude, as fuck. That is sick. Uh, no, yeah, I, I got to get back up to Montana. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to try to do that once a year because I have family that's up there. We were up there for a wedding. So it's it's a blast up there. It's I call Montana. I was calling Montana like an oversized New Hampshire, basically. Like you've been in New Hampshire and like around the Lake Winnipesaukee area. And, you know, it's like it felt like a way big, way oversized New Hampshire. Like the distance between the towns of New Hampshire were just amplified by 100 times. And that's where you were at. Because it's it kind of had that same vibe, like that same old like. Um, is it liberal? Yeah. No, no, no. Liberal. The libs are bad. Conservatives, right? Is that how they say? It? No. Oh, <laughs> See, as I yeah. said with Paul, I don't fucking know, bro. I don't. I can go two shit, two hats, asses less. Um, but like all conservative and type shit, and no masks and COVID's fake and yada yada type shit. Um, but my, Montana might be on my top three too for definitely place place I might have to move to in the future so I'm thinking about it yeah so what you only think in Arizona or anywhere else are you gonna move back up are you thinking you're gonna be a Massachusetts rat for the rest of your life that's my question because that's that was my that's my thing with most kids in mass is like I looked at them and I still look at them now and it's no hate it's like it's what everyone grew up with there yeah and it's Towny, you know, you grew up there, you fucking hang out there. It's you hang out with who you grew up with, you stay who you grew up with, and you don't leave far from where you grew up from. Like, you may they might not live in the tri when they're all said and done, but they might live in fucking Taunton or like uh, Franklin or uh, one of the night Mansfield or Westfield, Westwood, Westfield. <laughs> I already forget. Um, but like. I feel like most kids that grew up in Massachusetts end up staying in Massachusetts until they're retired and go down to Florida. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, why, uh, why take that step in the middle? Like, why not just live in Florida and work in Florida? I think I'm going to be, my life is in Tampa now. Like I, I don't, I can't see myself that's, moving away from there for at least awesome. a while. That's awesome. I can't wait to come fucking visit Berg. Cause yeah, dude. It's, it's gonna be Anytime. soon. It'll be soon. Next time you're back in school, I'll probably set. Uh, I'll hit you up, and we'll, we'll get fucking. I'll get the boys to come down there, and then yeah. you boys will come back with us after the fact. <laughs> but no, weird, like man. honestly, I feel I'm. That's good for you though that you got out of mass, didn't do mass school, like didn't do a mass college, like didn't go to fucking KP college, or something like that. I mean, UMass Amherst. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, class easy mix you know, up. 
Yeah, no. Because, uh, like, you already have that. Like, I don't know what word I'm looking for right now. I'm fucking drunk. But you already have that encouragement to not go back to Massachusetts where all your friends are because you have all your fucking friends down there in Tampa, right? Like, you have yeah. all those homies. And then even the ones that aren't from Tampa that are from other places that have told you about where they're from and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Well, there are a lot of from uh, Jersey. Um, yeah. New York. So, but, uh, you know, it is, <laughs> I, um, I like, I like life. Life in Florida is nice. And I'm definitely, you know, uh, thinking about a lot, what I want to do, where I want to work, stuff like that. So what are you going to school for again? Business management. Business management. So yeah. one of the absolute bullshit majors of college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> such bullshit i was like looking at it and um picking a major and it's about as broad as you can get but as specific as you have to get so it's just yeah like you said bullshit like what i don't even know what what work you could get it like obviously you can get into any fucking job with any degree because when i was talking to the sports commentator guy he's like bro there's guys who are professional sports commentators with law degrees so it kind of just depends yeah. on where you really put your apples in the basket. But like, what kind of job does a sports? Wait, one more time. Business management. Business management. See, see how bullshit it is. I can't even remember what kind <laughs> of a, what kind of name this degree is. But what kind of what kind of jobs a business management person get? Do you like just about handle anything. your fucking daughter's lemonade stand or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much just about anything and everything you could think of uh, i honestly i haven't been looking for jobs so i wouldn't really know but i'll uh probably get an internship or something just bullshit i was about to ask yeah, you yeah. like an internship or something going on soon i got one for this coming uh semester but besides i'm just chilling right now dude i like i worked my grades like i i just grinded school and now i just want to smoke pot and play call of duty all day well i'll tell you what if you're gonna smoke pot don't smoke those fucking little pieces of grass you showed me the other night bro dude yeah i got got a problem with why the fuck they were both different sizes too you gotta talk to whoever rolled those up for you and tell him not again (laughs) dude i know i fucking i can't even it's like what the fuck bro what was that but that's all right. It got it probably it got you probably high as fuck. Yeah, I was I was chilling. You guys just the first time we smoked together, like it just gave oh, me such a bad vibe. Ripping God. ripping a Paul Grow cart and just geeking and like sweating. <laughs> like it was just never it was so not really scar you for you like smoking for the rest of the I've I've just never liked it, but I'm no, starting so to that that time I don't know if you fully remember, bro, but just saying, tell the people it was watching Berg spoke off of a cart one of his first times, probably top five moment for me because it was hilarious. I've never seen so such a big, such a big body fellow get shut down so quickly off of it, one Yeah, hit. it was like it's like <laughs> I don't even know. It was just somebody flipped the switch and I just had like it just was it felt so weird. But I'm starting to warm up to it because like no, yeah. now now that I'm you know, back home and comfortable and I'll just do smoke a little bit. And then I like last, the other night I, uh, I was listening to juice world, just like chilling in my bed, but by the way, rest in peace, juice world. 
Uh, the man was unreal. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, I uh, I didn't listen to Juice World much before he died. Yeah, I knew of some of his popular songs. Um, I still haven't fully listened to him like that much, even after the fact that he died. But to say less, he's still a gr- one of the better artists that are coming out of this like generation of artists to sing, yeah. especially like the way he did his rap. Uh, it was definitely different, and I kind of wish I listened to it more. That my thing with like current rap, I don't listen to it that much when it freshly comes out. And that's something I've I've tried to switch when I moved to Vegas, because out here it's like on top of the mainstream rappers, it's SoundCloud rappers too. You kind of got to be on top of, but or even lower Spotify rappers, you got to be on top of too. Right. So like, really moving out here, I kind yeah no like I um the amount of my music taste in rap alone has broadened so much. Like when I lived in Mass. It was, it was just like the typical. It was fucking Drake. It was ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. Like I was on all that type shit. My Spotify rap this year, I had I mean, Lil Baby too for out there. But my number one was Lil Baby. My number two was Keek Lock or sorry, Young Dolph. My number three was Keek Lock. My number four was Money Man. I was listening to Southern rap that this year because that that shit was really all getting to me. But out here, it's all that like everyone still likes some SoundCloud rappers, like SoundCloud rappers be banging at the parties over the mainstream rappers and lower yeah. Spotify rappers banging over the mainstream rappers. Like, you ever hear Shorty Shorty? No, I've never heard right. of Shorty Shorty. All right, start banging Shorty Shorty, Berg. All right. All right. You, put, you, on put, me on. Clyde. you put me on. All right. Hey, so you want to start banging Shorty Shorty? Trust me, everyone who doesn't know Shorty Shorty, Start banging Shorty Shorty. He's gonna be hard as fuck pretty soon. And if he's not, then I don't give a fuck. Come at me. Like I still think he's hard as shit. But Bonnie and Clyde, Fourth of July, counter, um, too specific, bro. He's and he started off like his earlier shit isn't too hot. I'll be honest. But his newer shit that he's been pumping out is some pretty fine shit. But that's one of the rappers I ended up finding out just being out here and he's from seattle uh, a seattle based rapper so it's like you kind of you i'm learning a lot more about music um just being out here and being around the type of people i uh, the type of people i am because I've, I've been hanging out with guys that are trying to take rap seriously i had one friend for a minute he has one album on spotify right now um that i only let one of his like two of his songs were actually somewhat decent to listen to but he would always be showing me new music and whatnot and most of those artists were like spotify or or yeah sorry soundcloud or spotify with like less than twenty thousand listeners a month it was like some small shit but it was some pretty hard shit and then i'd hear it outside of hanging out with him but still here on the west coast so that that's something Um, west coast best coast you miss the East Coast, hey, bro. The East Coast, the East Coast has the be- East Coast is Beast Coast and West Coast is Best Coast. So, like I like to say, I am the best beast because I was born in the West Coast, but then raised in the East Coast. So I'm the best beast, motherfucker. You are the best no. beast, for real. No, but um, 
uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the whole music spiel. Where are we going with that? Like, just seeing all that kind of scene going off. And even I still have some friends that are trying to really get into it. And even if I could, I'm, um, like I said earlier, with the whole family friend that I have that's DJ, um, he's giving me a set of tables soon or a set of oh, mixers. That's sick. That's sick. So, yeah. So I'm going to start playing around with that and start mixing some songs and start trying to DJ and have him teach me shit. And then hopefully a couple, and I have another friend that DJs, he actually does it as a gig and gets paid for it. So I'm going to have him show me some shit too. And then hopefully a couple months from now, I'll be able to do my own shit like that. And I, what my thought has been too, is all the boys that are in frats, y'all have your big frat parties, have the Vegas DJ come pull up. There's your, there's your headliner. Dude. <laughs> Bonch from want. Las Vegas. <laughs> Chini Bonch, bro. We need DJ Bonch. DJ Bonch in the fucking booth, baby. And then next thing you know, um, if a DJ career could happen for me, I would love that too. Like I'm, I'm so open in what my life could be right now, if I'm being honest. I have some things I'd like it to be, and I'm really aiming for, but I'm open to whatever tickles me the most, and we'll go with it. And right now, it's anything anything music. Like, if I could start a rock, if I was good enough to start a rock band, bro, I would try to start a rock band. And if I had the people to start a rock band, I'd try to, honestly. That'd be Even sick. If it wasn't. Even if it wasn't that hot of a rock band, I'd still try it and ride it out until it fucking fizzled out. Just because I I like to perform or put on the show in front of people. I was the leader of the wigwam, you saw. Like, I like to be loud. I have a loud voice. I don't care really what people think of me. It, I, it's the least of my worries. Now, it used to be a big thing, but once I came to the realization that the only people that really care are the ones that are around you all the time. And those people always like me that I just really stopped caring about how other people would think about you when you do certain things, no matter the situation, mm. like fucking I'd be at a random party, get drunk enough to start taking on my shirt on top of a fucking table. I literally, me and my buddy, as gay as it sounds, we both stood on top of a coffee table at a hotel party and we both start just dancing to the song. And then both our shirts come off. It's not like we took them off with each other or anything. Like, it just, they both just came off. They just came off. And the next thing I know, we both had chicks twerking on us and rubbing their asses up on us. And the whole party got crazy after the fact. Damn. It's like, it's just, it's, and that, like, that's an everyday thing. But it's happened before. And it's. I just before I would have been like, no, I'm not hopping up on that coffee table and doing that because I care too much about how my fucking stomach looks and I care about how fucking people would be like, oh, why is that person going too crazy? Because that's how I used to think back in Boston. Like it was like or back in Mass. It was like everyone cares. I I think everyone cared too much, and you get judged for everything you do. But when you stop caring about that whole judgment factor and what people stop thinking about you, it's just like. Life becomes so much funner. Fuck you, funner is a word. And easier. <laughs> like, For real, I think you're 100% right. I, I've, uh, 
had a lot of the same thoughts myself as like, but uh, I mean, once I, the, I came to a similar realization, but it was more of, okay, like I'm going to die. And it's only me when I'm dead. Like I'm the only one that's dead. Nobody else is going to die with me or for, it's, you know, it's only me. There's only me. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Yes. No one's going to remember this. Uh, what, what did you say? Um, you one, day, one day we'll, we'll leave this world behind. behind. So, so live, live a life you will remember. Rip exactly. Avicii. I would have loved to have seen Avicii. I'm going to EDM in May. ED, er, er, sorry, EDC. EDC. Yo, EDC Orlando was sick. I didn't go, but my fraternity brothers like they had to. They were like sick for a week because they were just boozing. Oh, drugs. Yeah, that, like, was, yeah, I'm going to EDC Vegas in May. That's um, gonna be fun as fuck. Oh, I can't, I can't. I'm going to EDC and then I'll try to hit up Lib. Life is beautiful, mm-hmm. in the and then try to hit up Day in Vegas. I'm trying to go to all the music festivals I can next year because, bro, I. I don't enjoy my life more than when I'm there. Just like the people you're around and the energy. And it's just like, you're all just there to fucking have a good time. Right. Whether you're on drugs or you're not on drugs or you're really fucked up off of alcohol or you're just an older person there to hang out, watching music. Like, bro, the older people I fucking walk up to and be like, what the fuck is up? Like, I'd be rolling. And I'd see like this 45-year-old guy with this fucking girl. <laughs> Or, and just be like, yeah, would you be like, yeah, and just, <laughs> some shit like that. It's just like, because you're in that whole vicinity, you're in that energy area. It's just like everyone's there for the same type of vibe. You're there to have a good time. Everyone's there for hate. Um, and I, I just love, love kind of being a part of that. So that's, that's another thing that has the whole music tickling interest in me is like if i could be the person that is up on stage and doing this shit that can make these people feel that certain kind of way right i'd love and i feel like i could and i i have a lot of confidence in myself we'll see how far this goes and if it actually stands i but i i feel like i'm different than a lot of other people Mm. and other people say that I, i feel like everyone might say that but I look at myself and the shit I do compared to others. I know I'm a little bit different. <laughs> I know I'm uh, I'm wired a little bit different in some ways. So I feel like pretty soon when I'm able to finally get this shit all handled, mm-hmm. there's gonna be something where it's gonna be like yo yo everyone will know of Chini Bunch, whatever, real, whatever everybody whatever, whatever the know. name will come out to be in the media but i feel like that's kind of my calling is to do something where it has to be something where i have to be not say i have to be famous but something where i'm known something where i'm making an impact right that's that's it i want to make an impact on whatever i do i don't want to do something to just do something and just do a job to be able to support my family i want to do a job that's able to yeah support my family and make sure i live a good life but have an impact on others or impact on shit i don't know i i kind of have a bigger picture and a bigger thought on what i want to do in with my life say than just 
do what you got to do to be successful. You know, do what you got to do to get by. Do what you got to do to make yeah, I a, think make that's, I think that's super important, bro, because, you know, we're all young and a lot of us are kind of just, you know, taking life as it comes. And it's it's hard to, you know, everybody says these things hard and it's hard because I'm I'd be more than happy. I'm like, all right, I want to, you know, sit down and stuff like that. I want to just, you know, clock in and clock out, get my paycheck, leave. But like it's it really seems to me that you are so dialed in. Like you love what you're doing. You love life right now. And I think, and on top of that, you want to do something that you love and that's awesome. That's, it's been, it's really great to see. No. Yeah. I just, yeah. Like that whole clock in clock out mentality. It's like, I like just waking up and checking my phone to see who texted me first and what I'm doing. It's Mm -hmm. something like that. It's not like I, I'm going to wake up. There's some days I wake up and I have my, appointments with doctors and dentists okay we'll take care of that but then after the fact what am i doing and whenever my parents ask me what are you doing tonight i'm like i don't know i'm going to see where the wind takes me and so when my that's my response every single time i just say i'm going to see where where i end up i don't really know because just like in high school i don't fucking know where i'm going to end up and i don't know where when I'll fully know where I'm going to end up, but I'm going to try to have the best time I can doing what, I, doing what I'm doing because at the end of the day, like worrying only fucking ruins shit. Mm. Be, be, be worrisome to an extent. Be cautious to an extent, if I have to say it, because I was very cautious all through um, high school. I mean, not, not like that's saying much. I didn't do jack squat through high school, but I was I was cautious through it and what I did finally start doing. But then, like, um, starting to really enjoy just everything and take life as it comes and see shit for as it is. Right. Really started to open up opportunities and open up other gateways. And I'm now... I'm even doing it more than I was say last week. Like I'm, I'm still changing so much more, bro. Every week it's crazy how much I just will reflect on myself and see kind of how it's all changing for me. And I'm just happy. It's I'm happy with the progression that's going on with the growing up I'm doing, um, being all by myself as much as I am. I still kind of have my parents' guidance here and there but really they're just kind of like it's my mom saying hey make sure you pay your payments on your car and dental insurance but other than that it's like i i I pay bills for myself i'm out here paying for food for myself i'm out here making decisions for myself doing all this stuff on my own and every every day i keep getting a little bit happier that's a that's the biggest thing is if i had to say anything for that's more than a lot of people that's more than what a lot of people can say. I and that's all I have to say for all the all the homies and friends that are in college and going through it. Is like, yeah, you got that. You might have shit weighing you down, but at the end of the day, let's just like look past it. It's only temporary what you have going on. And shit is gonna be a lot harder soon. Enjoy what you have. Shit may be way harder than it even is now. 
enjoy what you have. We're going to keep saying that. Just enjoy what you have right now because you never know what's going to come. So, like, don't take now, the now for granted. And that's something I did a lot. So now, like, just enjoying the moment that you live in is something that I fucking love doing. And it, it makes me, it's, it's been making me such a, such a better person. Yeah, you can't, dude, you can't get better than that. All right, we've been going for almost three hours. We've been going for like Damn. two and a half hours, bro, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we've been going on some drunken rambles for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> People, dude, I'm well, right in my you. mouth. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been no, no problem, bro. It's been great, and it's been so good catching up with you, hearing your stories, man. I'm honestly, I can say this: I'm so stoked for what's coming up for Cheney Bonch in the future because no, I no. love, I love what you, the where your head's at. I love, I just love everything about it. I love you, man. No, thanks, Berg. I love you too, buddy. Honestly, if I'm, I'm gonna be honest, you're you're one of the main main guys that i could bring back from boston if i had to say like you were even though we didn't hang out as much as i would have loved to you were still one of my favorites because i just love the fucking the burglar everything about you 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 were always a comedy you're a trip but um no yeah i there's definitely big things coming um everyone stay tuned i would like if we all stay in touch more everyone that listens to this you know uh i i don't do a great job at it either but we'll all have to i'm gonna try to keep out in touch more with everyone that way you know i won't call you out on the bandwagon when i'm finally big <laughs> hell yeah hell but no i uh, next time next time i'm on here Berg, we'll we'll keep this more orchestrated less rambling some better <laughs> it always it, we you the the rambling is inevitable. I always go. Yeah, I go on especially with how many, how many fucking brews I had, bro. This fucking. <laughs> I know. Honestly, you gotta call this like being number six after. No, he's seven after two. Dude. Coronas and a and a nine percent IPA. That's like seven beers. You gotta say right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For a Dude. normal man. Yeah, I don't even know bro. how math works, but um, that sounds like seven beers to me. Something like that. When I can see, when I can see four of me in the mirror, that's when I know I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much, and thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys later, and peace out. Peace, bro.